And welcome to another edition of IDK. It's the podcast with your host, Adam Davis and... Shelby. Uh, we are... Okay, I just like the way you say that. Shelby. Anyway, um, it's the podcast where you ask us questions and we give you our opinion. Now, Shelby sounds a little bit different on this uh, podcast because we spent a little bit of money and we got her a vocal processor. A, a, yeah, a vocal processor. Uh, so she sounds a little bit different, probably a little bit louder. Yes, it will make my voice sound more equal, I guess. Not like a, a bunch of up and downs. It'll make it sound better. Blend it's out. so pretty to your ears. Anyway, um, so we did we did spend a little bit of money doing that, and it's a good thing. We do have a it's actually a set of questions, and we've had them for a while. Uh, like we had them what the the day we did the last podcast, so a couple maybe a couple weeks. Yes, but we've been very busy with school work and legacy and just life in general. So we haven't really gotten a chance to sit down and do an episode. So this is the first time in a few weeks that we've just been able to sit down and. And re- and really and really we're busy even now we're just we're just making this happen because uh, we want to do this and we want to spend time together and uh, want to spend time together with you so uh, we're kind of forcing forcing it to happen and and that's that's a good thing now for the questions the questions have come from uh she feels like my daughter she really does but she's not my daughter unfortunately not by blood but by Christ yeah. and by friendship yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let you tell them all about her. So it's my best friend, Annabelle. Uh, she is my sister from another mister, and she lives about a thousand miles away from me, and I hate it, but she used to live with me, and we were best friends. We didn't live in the same house, but we were best friends. Uh, we lived close together, and we grew up being best friends. So um, she gave us about 10 questions, but we had to cut it down. One, because it, were, it was just going to make an hour-long episode, and it's hard to get people to sit and listen for like 10 minutes. And then two, um, some of them made me re- really emotional just because I miss her a lot. And so we just cut some down to a few um, questions that we're going to answer for y'all. Okay, so the first question is, what is your idea of a perfect vacation? Mine would probably be the beach or somewhere with my favorite animal, which is a sloth, or with my family, just relaxing because we don't get a lot of downtime at home. I think uh, a sloth is my spirit animal. It's so. it's mine. I love <laughs> to sleep and just eat and If you if you've never held a sloth for for you guys out there, they are oh, they're so docile. They're just precious little creatures. They just kind of hang on you. They're super lazy. Um I've had we we held one in what was it? Peru. I'm not sure what the village name was, but the thing was so lazy. We were in this covered I don't know what would you what it was a homemade zoo, which yeah. was like a basically like an outdoor patio thing. That was yeah. Covered. So we stopped and we were there, and one of the beams had a sloth on it, and this sloth was leaning back, holding on with his his legs around the the beam, and then his arms around the beam. And he let go because he realized that he didn't have to use his his hands to hold on; he could just use his legs. And I have a picture of him holding on to the beam with his legs and just <laughs> leaning back with his arms, just kind of flopping back. And, and he's trying to go sleep. It was so cute. It was super cute, but holding a slot, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. They're super soft. So uh, for me, the idea of a perfect vacation, I don't know that there's anything, but I love the beach. I'm I'm with you there. I, I love the beach. I, I always have just hearing the, the ocean just kind of 
relaxes a bit, relaxes you a bit. Um, we've been to the to the ocean several times, and each time I've just really loved it. Um, but for me, it's not so much at like a place or going and doing anything as much as it is an opportunity to get away from the stress of the everyday life and just kind of reconnect uh, with family and with you know without worry. Um, I mean, we've been on some cruises, and cruises are great. They, they really are. You stop at these really neat ports. You get to do neat things. And while you're on the boat, everything's great. But um, when you get off at the port, you're really enjoying yourself. But for someone like me who's in charge of a family, I'm keeping in mind that the boat leaves at such and such time, and I've got to be there, and I can't miss this, and I got you know all that kind of mess. So it's not really... For me, it's not really a stress-free thing. I think it's a personality deal where from I, I, I stress about that kind of thing and most people wouldn't kind of, anyway. So for me, it would be like maybe going to a resort and just kind of hanging out, relaxing and not really having to worry about anything. But even there, you'd still worry about work and everybody there, make sure that... You know, I, I, I used to would say that. I, I used to would say that, but now I've hired enough people that are really good at what they do and, and I don't really have to worry about it anymore. So, you know, I, I have my the vice president of the company. He, man, he's been there, well, I think it's 25 years now. I mean, there, there's really nothing that, that's going to come up that he can't handle. So, I mean, I, I can really, I can get away now and kind of not worry a, about it when I'm gone. So, uh, anyway, and then everybody in their positions, they've been there enough that, uh, you know, it just kind of runs. So, I, I can actually do that. She's right, though, in the past, I could not. So, anyway, but let's move on to the next question because... Uh, I don't want to make this thing too awful long. Number four, what qualities do you admire about your parents? My parents from day one have worked very hard to make ends meet. Uh, my dad, when I was little, didn't get to stay um, and hold me a lot or like be able to be around me a lot because he was working so hard to just make it to where we could live and have a roof over our head and food in our mouth and clothes on us. And he worked really hard. My mom worked really hard to raise us, and they raised us um, with the love of the Lord and used a lot of discipline. And so I really admired that. They're so hardworking, and they love us so much, and that their love for each other is just so great. And I really want – that's my example for – my relationship, whenever I get a husband, I want my husband to love me as much as my dad loves my mom because they love each other a lot. So I really admire that about them. Sounds like you have really good parents. I do. <laughs> you have no idea. Anyway, <laughs> by the skin of our teeth, that's all I can say. Anyway, what qualities do I admire about my parents? Well, uh, the first thing I would point out is that my dad, for those of you that do not know, my dad has had Parkinson's for quite some time now. Like seven years now? Eight? Well, I think he had it for much longer than that. Uh, you know, he still worked for a long time while he was diagnosed with it. But um, my dad deals with that on a daily basis. Um, he deals with it with uh, bravery. He's not a complainer. He doesn't complain that he has Parkinson's or that he wakes up and you know, didn't sleep well or that he's you know suffering he from... doesn't use it as an excuse he doesn't say oh why well, have parkinson's so i can't do this or i can't do that he'll try to do everything under the sun even if it's not within his reach he'll still try to to the best visibility to do it and he was diagnosed with it when i was about seven and now i'm 16 so yeah yeah so that's 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 right it's been a long time uh, my dad he's always worked hard for us to make ends meet he he always has, and he worked as he he's not a college graduate. He got through 
uh, high school, and that was the extent of his education. But he worked his way up in the oil field in West Texas from doing the 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 hardest job, which is you know getting getting down in the dirt and getting oily and dirty, and uh, you know working on a, a pulling unit and working on a roustabout team, and then uh, he worked his way all the way up to where um, he was the production foreman. He was a production foreman for the lease that he was at. He was also a drill foreman uh, for the lease that he was at. And he, I mean, he was there for like 30 years. And he worked his way up um, to do both of those jobs, even at the same time. He did both of those jobs at the same time. Most oil companies, they're, they're different people because it's just that important. So um, anyway, he worked his way up, and he did a great job at that until he could no longer. Uh, and at that time, this leads me to another thing that I admire about him, at that time that he had to retire – he was so respected in his field that the the company threw a party, um, a little like a cookout, and you just would not believe the amount of people uh, that that showed up just to honor him and thank him. Um, so uh, you know it, that that spoke volumes to me. It's not always about the money, you know. It's about the relationships that you make and the lives that you touch. I, I admire that about my dad. Now, uh, when it comes to my mother, my mom, I admire about her. She was a very hard worker, uh, and she was she just picked up things really, really fast and was good at what she did. And I watched her time and time again start at a, a very small position. I've seen her do – I've seen her be a, at a hospital. She was a an admissions clerk, and within a couple of years, she was running the admissions department. Um, I've seen her take a um, a convenience store that was losing money, and a new company bought it and hired her to run it. And I watched her run the thing, not only make it make a profit, but the company wanted to start sending her to all these other stores to do the same thing. Of course, she couldn't because my dad, you know, was working in this one position, and she wasn't going to leave my dad and go do this. But anyway, so I've just I've seen her go from. From a, a small job to to just being so respected and and, and loved in, in in different jobs, I've seen her do that. I have seen her. I remember when I was a kid, we had book reports due, and I and you. I know you've heard this story. I'm sure I've shared it with you. You did it for me. You would <laughs> stay up till midnight or later to read a book to me to make sure I understood. And then at work, you would get up at like five. And go to work the next day, and he would do it for his daughter. Well, it, uh, only because my mother did that for me many, many times. I <laughs> I would have like a week to read this book, and when I say a book, it's it's you know 125 pages or something. It's not not even a big deal. It would be like a few days read. Yeah, I mean, it, it should have been a a walk in the park to get this thing done, you know. So it would be the night before. Um, the night before I needed to, to do the book report and <laughs> I tell my mom, I got to go read this book. It's, you know, it'd be like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And she'd come in, Hey, it's time to go to bed. Where are you? Oh, I'm on page 33. You know, it's, <laughs> she would read to me and it would the same thing. I remember falling asleep as she was reading and she would wake me up and say, Hey, are you listening? Are you listening? You know? So, yeah. So I did that for you because she did that for me and, and uh, anyway, and it's, now we have these fancy things called audiobooks, but it can never <laughs> replace the love of your parents for staying up 
super late to read something that you should have already read and making sure you understood it. So, yeah, there's some things that I admire about my parents, the love that they have, the hard work ethic that they have. Uh, and then the, the, the man, just the pure, I don't know, courage that my dad has on a regular basis. And, uh, so number, let me see the, the third question. What is the one thing you wish you knew how to do? I wish I was athletic because I'm not athletic in the slightest. I cannot catch and throw a ball every time. Um, I just wish I was athletic. I understand that. Uh, I was athletic at your age uh, and, and love that. But here's one thing you can do that I can't do. And this is the one thing that I wish I could do. I can't read music. I know the F-A-C-E and every good boy does fine and all of that. But I mean, if you threw, if you threw a, a piece of music in front of me, and said, play it. Yeah, that ain't happening. I mean, well, it's just not. Well, you also do drums, so like you can't really play notes on drums. Well, yeah, yeah, no, you can. There's there's music for drums. Each line represents a different drum. And I went to, I went to, uh, oh, at Paul Sheffield's place. He had a drummer that knew how to read, and he was trying to teach me to read. And I, I took a couple lessons from from the guy, and it, and it really did help. It really did, but I just didn't stick with it. And, um, so I wish I could read music. I, w- I wish I could read music for drums. I wish I could just read music period. Um, and I wish I like, you know, people that can take music and say, Oh, well that's a C, oh, you know, and hit it and whatever. Cause they have it in their head. Yeah. I can't do that. I yet. can't do that either. I wish I could do that, but I can't. I probably could if I played flute long enough, but that's okay because, uh, I'm so good looking. So, I- <laughs> right. Okay, so the last question. Let's get to the last question before people start turning this thing off. Before we get to the last question, we need to take a commercial break, and we'll come back, and we'll hit it. What could it be? We'll just have to wait and find out. And welcome back to IDK with your host, Adam Davis, and... Shelby. Shelby. Okay, last question. You ready for it? In your opinion. Now, this may this may turn out to be something deep, so uh, here it is. In your opinion, what are the two types of people in the world? Go. Well, I could take this two routes. I could either take it hardworking or lazy, or I could take it to Christian and non-Christian. So I'm going to take it the hardworking and lazy part because this is a real issue. Our society has drifted off and we've drifted off from hard work and our generation, my generation especially, um, just being a teenager, we don't know what hard work is. The hardworking people have the most opportunity in this world because there are barely any hardworking people um, willing to do whatever it takes. To in get your the generation. Yes. You yeah. You know, uh, working with the youth at our church, I see a lot of kids at our church that have a good work ethic. And Donovan is one I'm thinking of. Yes. Um, Jacob. So I'm going to take the second route you were talking about, uh, Christian and non-Christian. And that, that is, that, that's where I said it could get deep because I mean, we could literally, we could spend hours talking about this because the difference between the two. So you've got two different roads. Both of them are bumpy. So it's, it's not about, oh, well, this road's easier and this road's harder. Uh, you're still going to have issues, right? Each road's got their issues. But one road, if you're a Christian, you are relying on Christ. You're relying on the Holy Spirit that lives in you to guide you. And 
the battles and the roughness that comes, you get to say, you know what? That's not my battle. That's God's battle. I'm just going to obey God and he's going to deal with it. And he does. It's much easier to deal with those bumpy, bumpy times in the road. On the other hand, we've got that other person who does not know Christ, does not have the Holy Spirit in them, does not, you know, he's, he's just living on his own. He or she's living on their own, dealing with what they're dealing with on their own. And man, is that hard. I can tell you that in the years that I've lived, and I couldn't, I just couldn't have done it. I just could not have done it without uh, having God helping me out with that. So, so that the two types of people in the world, you've got the one that is a Christian and one that's a non-believer. So we're talking about those two roads and how how to handle those two roads, and that's just that's just while you're here, okay? So while you're on Earth, that's a good representation. Now, what about when you die? Well, you've got the Christian who um, God says, well done, good and faithful servant, or we hope that he says that about us. Well, we get to go to heaven. We get to spend eternity with God, and uh, there is no crying. There is no pain. There is no, you know, all, all of this great, all of these great things. And heaven is being in the presence of God for eternity, and that's, that's awesome. Now, on the other hand, if you're not a Christian, it's a whole lot of the opposite. A whole lot of the opposite, and it's not just oh, it's going to go through some tough times or whatever while you're while you're uh, you know not in heaven. It's forever, like it's it's forever. And you know you can have people who say, well, God is God loving if He'll send you to hell. Well, you're the you are the person who have has chosen not to love and God and worship God. You have chosen that you do not want God. So in in turn, he's giving you what you want. He's not going to force himself on you. So, again, here we go preaching, and I, I I don't really mean to preach, but anyway. So you got two different types of people. You got the Christian and the non-Christian. Anything to add to that, Shelby? I totally agree with what you're saying. That's I don't have anything else to add. That's true. Okay. Well, those are the four questions we picked out. She gave us ten, and we just had to kind of uh, shave them down a little bit. So uh, there's that. If you're wanting to send us a question, we would welcome that. Greatly welcome that. Uh, how do they do it? They go to gotaquestion.idk at gmail.com and you send a question via email and we will answer it as soon as we can. Okay. Gotta question. That's G O T T A. Gotta question. Dot I D K at gmail.com. Dot com. It is dot com, isn't it? Not net. It's dot com. Dot com. Okay. Shout out to Annabelle for sending us these questions. And her 16th birthday is tomorrow on whoop, whoop. May 8th. So wish her happy birthday. And love you, Annabelle. Thank you for sending us this question. And since it is her birthday uh, tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. It is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, do you want to sing happy birthday to her? Sure. Okay. It's going to be, uh, let me, let me forewarn you listeners. This is not going to be awesome. Okay. It's not going to be awesome. Okay. We don't have some kind of hidden talent. All right. Ready? Uno, dos, tres. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Annabelle. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Annabelle. Happy birthday. 16. 16. Send us your questions. Got a question.idk at gmail.com. Until next time, God bless.